Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. joining us here on another episode of Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast. I'm Dan Conroy. And I'm Bobby O'Rourke. Bobby, we are in the Honda Day season now, celebrating with all of the Hondas one could possibly ask for. And what if I told you that we are lucky enough at the beginning of this Honda Day season to have a dear friend of ours darken our door. Well, they're not darkening our doorstep. We're happy to have them here. Think of it in the physical, like they're physically darkening the doorstep, but we love them and we're happy they're on. Does that sound good? If you can promise me 3.5% or below APR, then yes, it sounds fun. Oh, we're going to sign you up and don't worry, you're going to get the seat warmers for free. Folks, ding-dongs, please welcome a dear friend of ours as well as a writer and host of the Divided Films podcast alongside another friend of the podcast, JJ Focaraccio. Please give a warm round of applause for Keith St. Lawrence. Uh, good to be here, guys. Good to be here. Thank you. It's an p- honor to be here. Keith, it is such an honor to have you. Let's get started with a question that we like to ask many of our guests, not all of them because we have different questions for each, but they usually revolve around their relationship with greeting cards. Usually. Usually. We try our best as that's the theme of this damn thing. So let's ask you, what is your relationship, Keith, with greeting cards? Would you say they had a strong presence in your life? Would you say it was kind of not so strong, a little bit more muted? Where, where do they stand for you? As a listener of this podcast, I kind of was thinking of this question earlier. And I would say, I'm trying to find like the a good metaphor for my relationship with greeting cards. It's kind of like how my relationship with churches now. It's like where I used to, I was, I I was raised Catholic. I went to Catholic school. I used to do, we used to send greeting cards out. And then as I got older and my parents are more lazy Catholics, we just went on the holidays, the holidays, we, we would always send Christmas cards out to everybody. And now it's like. Like only for weddings. Yeah, <laughs> you only you only step foot in one if there is a big reception afterwards with cake, right? That's really what brings you in, ba- basically. Yeah. So you don't celebrate the transubstantiation of the greeting card into the birthday cake on the cover. For you, it's a metaphorical transition rather than a literal one. It's one of the sacraments. I was raised like howdy, howdy do, greeting salutations. I think that's the, there's at least like the no, of course, the, the signs of the, the holy trinity of yeah. The four trinity of hello. Could you say those one more? Uh, could you say that one more time for us? Hi, how do you? How do you? Did you say how do you do in the middle there? Hi, hello, how do you do? Salutations, greetings. greetings. Yeah, of course, that is the trinity. And of course, you would go the trinity uh, of five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I realized I said the trinity of four. I was hoping this no is, one could catch that. Keep it in trinity of keep it in trinity of five was my favorite Christian boy pop band in the late nineties. <laughs> I thought they had a lot of great songs like I Only Have Eyes for You, Parentheticals, and also The Lord. Songs like that really, I think, brought uh, boy bands to a new level. Of course, Keith, you with your family also went greeting card shopping at midnight on Christmas Day, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we we got Beanie Babies, Harry Potter books, and greeting cards. Of course, of course. And so you said that much like going to Mass— 
you really only enjoy greeting cards for just weddings. But with that metaphor, do you mean you only enjoy like maybe like two holidays out of the year? And if so, which holidays do you think deserve the greeting card treatment? And what are the major ones that we can probably do without these pieces of paper with sentiments on them? I mean, hey, it's an industry. They got to make money. So, I mean, like, you know, if, if there's a greeting for, you know, I, I'm sure you guys talked about it. I'm, I'm, you know, you go into the greeting card section and there's something there. There's niche categories now for, you know, aunt to uncle, aunt to third cousin, you know, stepbrother to father, like biological father. Like it's it's very niche. And so I understand it's a business. You have to make money. It's all about the quality of the card. What was your question? <laughs> well, I mean, to your point, though, I just want to say, like, we we have found uh, what you're saying about, like, niche markets. We found, like, holidays we didn't even know existed. We didn't even know Sweetest Day was a thing until we found a piece of paper that it said it and then found out it was just confectionery Ponzi scheme, basically. In this, so... Oh, the, oh yeah, what are the holidays? Yeah, so that would you, I think would you say, like, like, birthdays still deserve it? Probably, right? Is birthday a holiday? Uh, I mean, birthdays are birthdays, but, like... We can, we can exclude them. About, They're like, sort of, like, this thing that we just accept they get cards and that's you know ganug that's that's set well I, i'm a reform card card person so yes birthdays do count for me i'm a reformist though yeah okay yeah you've changed, okay. you've changed your way you're you're <laughs> sort of a born you're a born again card person we picked the theme of the episode today uh yeah but like you know if you're if you're looking at a pie chart of like hallmark it's just like i bet birthdays are yeah like 55 percent christmas uh, you know it's like christmas birthdays and i guess if i had to really pick another one probably like Probably New Year's, I would say, like, of what makes sense. Like, you know, our, oh, Valentine's, duh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Valentine's, I, th I think we've always said, besides birthdays, which happen at various times, it seems like Christmas, Valentine's, and Mother's Day are probably the, the big three. That's that's our holy trinity of, of pentagrams. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. And, then yeah. Th and then there's other ones that get in there. That's how much my family's changed. It's just like we... You know, we used to give greeting cards and then it kind of evolved into like, I, I think my mom led the way. It really just like sending these e-cards. It, it kind of went digital. Like, you know, my mom, you know, you hit, you know, click and it opens up and it, you know, plays like Joy to the World or something like that. Or my mom will send you like eight GIFs at like right. once uh, pertaining to the holiday. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, she comes up with great like e-cards, but that's where it's. It, it, that's where it's kind of went to Mother's Day and Father's Day. I know you guys talked about it. All you need is a good call and a like, hey, dad, you want to go to IHOP? Like dads don't need cards. But yeah, you, you guys really deciphered like the kind of the kind of cards dads get. I, I, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast. You're right. But it is you, you make a good point where and, and we're sort of repeating an episode that we've done. But it, but it is an interesting point where Mother's Day cards definitely have a little bit more art and ornateness to them there's a there's more i guess variety is the word i'm looking for but there i don't know there's just something far more pleasant it feels more like you're going to a museum when it comes to mother's day cards where father's day cards it definitely feels like you're going to a hardware store and you're yeah. <laughs> but you're in the wood section and if you're a carpenter great you know the difference if you're dan you don't and it all just looks like dead wood and i'm not talking about the hbo series i've never seen but meant to watch and <laughs> I yeah so it really and and of course it it doesn't always focus not to say Mother's Day cards always focus on moms but or moms interests I mean to say but Father's Day cards definitely have like the three interests of fishing beer there's a third one I just can't think of it JFK 
theories. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a Pruder film that's in there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, every year I just basically print out a mugshot of Lee Harvey Oswald, and on the back I just write, you get it, happy Father's Day, love you. Instead of a cock crow on Father's Day, it's I just turn on JFK by Oliver Stone, and my dad just pops right up, and the day begins anew. <laughs> my dad goes, how do you read this card? I say, back and to the left. <laughs> back and to the left. <laughs> Oh, uh, and then we go outside and have a Bay of Pigs barbecue. <laughs> I would say Christmas, Mother's Day. What was the third one we said? Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. That's it. That's the one. All the other ones, yeah, it feels like Easter cards, if you celebrate, not so much. We, we've gone over our thing again about Halloween cards. But like you said, it's a business, and you got to keep it afloat. I got to keep all businesses afloat with my own money. That's the only way to make this work. Now, you mentioned virtual greeting cards that your mom sends is there a very is there a specific company is that american greeting cards or hallmark or is there a is there a company that actually does that i think it's like e, i think it's e-cards like or at least that's like I, you know it's too late for me to look up now without like creating dead air uh but we it's, got time our listeners are very patient people yeah <laughs> it's just it's just me going huh no that's not it that's not no huh just, go, uh, just go but through. i should erase those cookies i well, okay, let's do that. They're le- they're more um about the vibe. Like they're they're not niche. They're not like oh uh you know, it's not a weird picture of a dad with like a shotgun going like how do like it's they're not comical really. They're more tis be Christmas, happy new year. Like it's more you are important to me. Like it's right. There's a song attached to it. There's probably an animation, like you said, a couple of of, of gifs or gifs, which I promised I would remember which one. No, my mom sends the gifs. It's just like this one is more like you know, you know, creates fake snow and oh. then like you know, home home is where the heart is type. It's it's not. I've never seen a funny e card. Um, I feel like that might have died with jib jab. <laughs> oh yeah, true. That might have been it. Yeah. I remember once my aunt like put our faces on those dancing elves and it was like the you know our side heads of it right it was like the wrong picture it made for an awkward uh it made for an awkward like 15 minutes of just like what are we watching <laughs> 15 minutes this is a long card <laughs> well we, should, we wanted to do the whole family it was because and you only had like four elves. Well, how many relatives was that then it was about like 12 12 15 like you know we're, we're getting in boyfriends and girlfriends at the time like <laughs> everyone everyone gets to feel uncomfortable with the jib jab card this christmas because they really were they were like the style was something that had not been seen before in that internet time but that didn't mean it was always very comfortable to watch like these faceless bodies and then they just throw yours on it in a low res photograph and it's like oh i guess that's me now i wish this was john Kerry's face hey that was a great 2004 web comic that we all appreciated that one when john Kerry was <laughs> on we all loved it yeah after that one it just wasn't i feel like i didn't watch them i don't even know if they made him after obama his first presidency i don't even know if they yeah i don't think i don't think we saw mitt romney singing like this land is my land. This land <laughs> is your land. I remember these. And then like Arnold Schwarzenegger would just come in like from California. And of course they had to do a New York joke for the Clintons. You just can't beat it. Boy, did that age poorly. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. feel like that's. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like I have not seen. I feel like I haven't. I've gotten e-cards before, but it's been a very long time. Bobby, do you have any experience with e-cards? I get invitations more than cards in the greeting sense or the thank you sense. So I get a lot of Eventbrite. You know, you're invited to my boyfriend's bris. 
pack lightly, <laughs> you know, and opens up with some sparkles and it says it's coming off. And then you <laughs> set and enjoy the catered lunch afterwards. <laughs> Finally, it's coming to an end. So I haven't gotten a whole lot of e-cards in the sense of well wishes, although once or twice, probably from some distant mm. relatives. And I've always thought they were kind of nice, but I still think around the holidays, Dan, we might get into this in another time when, when we're not in present company, because I don't want to yell at you in front of company. Uh, but Thank you for keeping it civil. Yeah. But how useful Christmas cards are, because when you get to a certain age, if you're sending them out, you send the out, you know, dozens of them at a clip. And how personal can they remain if you spend a whole evening of your life just signing the cards? At the end, you're just saying, like, screw you, Bobby. Merry Christmas, you know, because <laughs> you're so tired. You're just like you're, you're just getting incredibly angry. It's like that joke from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation where he just sees the line of executives and just goes like, kiss my ass, kiss his ass. <laughs> no, like, yeah, like that's basically as much as I get anymore is basically Evite. And I haven't gotten a e-card in forever, but I do like the idea. It's just unfortunate because there was something nice and tactile. But I, I see your point, Bobby, where especially around the holidays, you you are making so many of them in such a short amount of time that how happy can you really be about getting those last couple cards down? And all you're thinking about is finally I can go back to watching Andor. Don't have to do this anymore. Have to finish this up. Love Dan. Bye. And you just get it out the door. Like you are grateful for and happy to do holiday correspondence, but you're even more happy like all chores during the holiday season that it's over. A lot like shopping, although I feel like we've made shopping easier with online. But holiday cards are still this thing where you, you do it more tactile. Although, you know, photo cards, you don't have to do as much. You don't got to write as much. Just no, there's, there's plenty you can do. And Keith, I was going to ask you, do you send out holiday cards to your family? Do you like getting them? Do you send them out? Like, where, where are you specifically on the holiday season cards uh, end of the spectrum? I see. I'm, I sound like a, like a, a hermit or something. Like, I... You sure uh, do. We just had a friend. We just had a friend. I think I can shout him out. A friend named James C. Phillips, who in our friend group said, hey, I'm taking a holiday card class or something like that. I didn't talk about it with him yet, but he's like, oh, I'm going to send out holiday. I'm going to send out Christmas cards. I'm like, that's so nice. I don't have it in me to do that. <laughs> at least not at this point in my life. And not that say that I don't love all my friends equally, but I, I think me looking you in the face and going like, I love you, Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. Your friendship represents a lot to me. And I could say all that. I know I said I like to write and I'm a, I am consider myself a writer, but I this moment we're having right here is is more to me than a card. For the listener, Keith is Because I don't know where my cards are. Just to grab my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did the sign somehow, language for grab Keith your face. Somehow found a way to grab Bobby's head through Zoom. I didn't know they had that on the update here, but he did it. It was awesome. It, it, was, it was like Don Draper holding his son's head and just going like, but I will never lie to you. But I've gotten nice cards from people and I don't put them on the fridge. Spit take. Do you keep them anywhere? I, I keep them like together just so I'm like nostalgic reasons. Like, but I... Sure. I it's in a cupboard like I don't put them on the fridge and I've been to many of friends houses to see all the they're basically calendar of what they've done and what they're going to do with who and where and I'm like I have the gift that Bobby got me two years ago it's a poster that I put on my fridge that's oh I know it's that's minimalistic yeah, that's, a, that's a list of all the movies yes, right yes. like hundred top movies yeah or a scratch off movie poster we'll explain that in another podcast uh but it's I I wish I could send cards out more and maybe as I get older, I will. But right now I just, I'll send out like 
hey, Merry Christmas. You're a good guy. I love what you're doing. You know, Keith, your thought process there, I think, really fits into one of the grander theories of Greetings, the Greeting Card podcast, which is that greeting cards, while nice, basically a lot of the times just say the thing you could say to somebody out loud. Yeah. But there's just nothing really exquisite about that. There's something much nicer and more nostalgic and perhaps even just antiquated about greeting cards. But I say that in a nice way. I know antiquated is often not used positively, but there is something nostalgic about cards that I don't know if it's a yearning for a different form of communication or if it's just the way we've always done things. But like you said, there are so many ways that we can connect like we're doing right now and say the things that we want to say. And sometimes cards just make that a little bit easier for some people. So, but I know where you're, where you're getting at there. And you think that there will be a time where you will sort of reach the precipice of like, no, now cards, now we can do cards. I think, you know, like to, to get a little like heartfelt, there's going to come a time when we don't accept when we're all older and we're all doing our own podcasts and each other's podcast. No, but when we're all, we're all, we're we're doing that now. That's that's happening. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I was going to say that. I know, but we're, uh, you know, we're, what do you think this is? I think there's going to come a time where we're not seeing each other as often as we are. Yeah. And even then from our 20s to now, it's, you know, we're getting older. People are getting getting married and doing our own thing. People might move and whatnot. And I think getting a card from somebody, from an old friend, or even like a phone call I or a Zoom chat. I don't fucking know. I, there's something about a phone. Uh, there's something about a card that you're right, Dan, that is like. No wonder why, like, all the stuff they wrote in, like, World War One to each other are, like, now famous. That's so, like, emotional in the trenches, like... Also a terrible bloody war. Yeah, no, I mean, no, yeah, no that, but so. imagine if they had greeting cards, like... No, you're right, yeah. <laughs> I, they had greeting cards, they just didn't get them on the war front, unfortunately. They were stuck to paper and, and writing it in a foxhole. But, yes, I, I, I see what you're saying. And, like you said, getting older, you know, it, th- that might be... Something we carry with us. You know, I'm going to combat getting older the healthiest way possible being a man in my early 30s, which is I'm going to buy myself a custom van. I'm going to start hanging out in movie theater parking lots and uh, probably just blast like uh, rock and roll music, you know, maybe blast some sticks. That probably makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's better than my idea. My idea was just to send you guys cards that say, you know, happy birthday. I miss you. Uh, we moved the front of Yupri up about five meters. I came in as a boy. I wanted to be a man, but I really spent too much time here. And now I'm old before my years. And I don't really hate the Germans as much as I thought I did. And uh, the card is long. You know, I, 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 I want to go. <laughs> You're going to tack this to a church wall and make us go to it and read the whole thing, aren't you? Yeah. 95 theses. Bobby's 95 theses of friendship. I like how you like, oh, I don't have that much space left on the card i gotta go now bye (laughs) i I gotta i gotta go now my planet (laughs) and just an image of poochie going up uh in the spaceship maddie's making lasagna tonight goodbye (laughs) i gotta go someone blew up my horse why do we still have horses it's 1917 horses are done horses are so stupid why why does nobody boil their milk why can't we why can't we figure this out i do it and then i don't get tuberculosis You know what's not going to give us tuberculosis is a tenement of friendship that I have with me right now, which is our card of the week. Are you ready, my boys? I'm ready. 
Okay, I got one ready. Oh, okay. You didn't answer. Uh, I was I was being polite and waiting for our guest, but yes, I am ready. And Dan, will you pull that up? I will remind our listeners that if they have a card, particularly a holiday card in the near future that they want to share with us, they can reach out at GreetingsPod on Instagram and at GreetingsCast on Twitter. And Keith, if I'm reading your prepared statement correctly, um, when we told you that normally the guest brings a card, you said, and I quote, if I wanted to spend all my time in Dwayne Reed, I would just get really high off of the carbon dioxide from a ginseng uh, Arizona iced tea all the time. I think that's what you said, but uh, it could be smudged a little bit. Wow, harsh. I think I said something pretty close to that, didn't I? I, I, I said something oh, pretty... Oh, no, you, you, said, you said the pomegranate green tea. You I didn't said say the something ginseng. pretty close to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the closest thing that tastes like gummy bears in the Arizona line of... Um, nectar water no i like to be thrown humans. into the lion's den i like the randomness it's like when we would give you guys like movies both of these both bobby and dan have been guests on my pod they like you know five four times and i never chose the movie but i always appreciated the randomness of the movie and the guests so i went for that with the card it was nothing but a good time it was always so much fun i especially loved being on the episode where we had a couple of drinks and yelled about sonic the hedgehog that one made me very happy i cut my teeth on that podcast i mean that was that was my first four into the podcasting world you shepherded me into a new world you and jj so thank you keith bobby your episodes were very funny and speaking of lions by the way this one's got some claws if you boys both want to open up the card and i'm about to uh, look at it uh you're our guest so by all means would you like to start the description oh boy uh okay it's a a cat with sunglasses big sunglasses comical not comical (laughs) like you know Cool sun, cool aviators. Substantial. How about that? Oh, this cat fucks. A one, <laughs> a one ear, uh, sized Santa hat. It looks like coins in the background. Like that is the, the background gold coins. And the cat is saying, or I don't know if it's saying, it, it, jingling, ringling, <laughs> chingling. Wait, is that yeah. in my point? Jingling, chinga. Uh, jinga ringa ling okay that it's not even in the beat it's i can listen even... to a whole podcast of keith phonetically sounding this out <laughs> i know i feel like i've never learned to, it sounds like i never learned to read before but that uh, it i i thought it went with the song i thought it went like ringa dinga dun 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 you're thinking about the the just hear those play by, and then in the middle they go ring a ling a ling a ling a you mean that Ding a ling a ling a ling a ling. Now dun, I'm forgetting dun, the song. Dun, this is a Mandela dun, dun, effect dun. <laughs> where I can't remember what friggin' song this is, and uh, I not that I was ever very good at remembering a lot of the Christmas songs, but this one takes the cake of it, me not remembering. Is it the uh, the the here the sleigh bells jingling ring a ling a ling jingling ring a ling jingling? Don't look at those I, things, or I don't know how what the jingling. But but dun 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 dun. I don't know why that beat came to this. And it doesn't even go along with the card. I think it's just someone. Which this one? The this cat. Yeah, no. <laughs> this. I imagine your audience is just like move. This is <laughs> move the fuck on. We don't listen to them. That's why they call. We call them ding dongs. <laughs> we don't get a choice. This cat is rolling deep. Is what I, is. Uh... <laughs> this cat is rolling deep. One thing, because I also had this existential crisis in the middle of a Dwayne Reed, and I was trying to think to myself which song this belonged to. And I couldn't figure it out to save my life because that beat is there's an uh in the middle of each one. Ring a ling a ling a ling a ling, ring a ling a ling a ling a ling. This one doesn't have those. It's jing a ling, ring a ling, cha ching a ling. I, I, unless 
if if you know what song it is, I don't please th- DM us on Twitter at GreetingsCast <laughs> or Instagram at GreetingsPod because we don't It could also be like a, an abandoned catchphrase from a bad SNL character in the 90s. Like, yes. like jingling, ringling, cha-chingling, and the crowd goes wild. Like, <laughs> Who do you think would do that? Which, Chris which Kattan. Which 90s SNL cast Chris member? Kattan. Which Chris Kattan. That would be a Chris Kattan character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also did Mongo, right? Would that be a Mo- That would have been Mongo's catchphrase. Wait, Mongo or Mango? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I think that's just Chris Kattan's catchphrase. It's just Chris Kattan yeah. being himself. Yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, I, think, I think it was Mango, but yeah. Uh, it's a, another fun thing. Yeah. I'm trying to examine a card that like more than the person who made it probably did. And I'm just like, that's what we, yeah. Do. yeah. <laughs> so there's a, uh, there's a lot of, here's the thing that, and w- what struck me when I thought of this card to go into the deeper synthesis of it, what makes this a holiday card other than the hat? <laughs> and I'm referring also to the lyrics because you can't jingling, ringling, cha-chingling. I mean, what what part of the holidays is that again? The instrument, the the jingle jangle, that, bang bell. That's where my mom curses really loudly when she drops the bells as she brings them down from the <laughs> attic, and we all pretend we didn't hear, but we all heard very clearly what she said. Ah, jingling, ringling, cha-chingling, like that. Like that, exactly. I noticed. I'll tell you what I saw, Dan. To your point, the first thing that I was looking at were the coins in the background because when I think of the holiday season as it is. The coins bring to mind Hanukkah because of gelt. You know, that's that's the traditional one of the traditional sure. candies, and I love gelt too. But these them. are not gelt coins, or I don't think they are, because it looks to be either Lady Liberty or the the Queen of England on them. So they're not Hanukkah <laughs> coins. I am glad you brought that up, Mr. O'Rourke. Now, here's a fun fact that I wanted to bring to your guys' attention, because I also noticed that when I took uh, got the card. And here's the thing. We don't think of regionalisms when we think of greeting cards. We just assume that they're going to, for the most part, appeal to us, not even in a regional fashion, just sort of a general human point of view, the great human perspective, let's call it, the the human condition. But sometimes regionalisms will happen. And this occurred because those in the back are golden maple leaf coins from Canada. (gasps) It's a gold bullion type coin. I believe they're also known as $50 maple leaves. So yes, that is her deceased majesty, Queen Elizabeth II. And on the back is a golden maple leaf. And that is essentially the bullion coin. If I remember correctly, it is the bullion coin used by the nation of Canada, much like the Kruger end of South Africa and the golden eagle of the United States, if I remember correctly. So <laughs> they've chosen to use that stock image for their holiday card about getting money. Again, d- don't know where this lies. Uh, well, I was going to suggest the conversion rate perhaps was really good. You know, you could put American silver dollars on it, but you can get, you know, the 0.75 conversion rate to use uh, <laughs> gold gold Canadian dollars on it. Maybe that was... The- <laughs> so So instead of this being worth $1,000 each, which I think is a, a rough estimate of how much those coins are worth because they're solid gold, this is closer to only 850 Sorry, it's, yeah. the, it's the Canadian difference. The Canadian it's, difference by Robert like, Levin. I'm, I'm so <laughs> impressed by your research. Polo Ralph Lorenz, the Canadian difference. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no I'm so impressed by your research, Dan. I think, like... In your research about this card, is is there any like sister or bro- I don't know our our cards are sister or brothers? Is there like a related set? Because you can easily remove that Santa hat and just make it like you can add anything on top. He can wear any holiday hat. He could wear like a happy birthday tiara. Mm-hmm. 
Like it, this is pretty stock cat with stock yeah. aviators, stock background. Yeah, as you said, jingling, ring a ding. <laughs> Don't make me say this again. Uh, but it's uh, no, it's not. It it's not like, really Christmas. Like something Frank Sinatra says when he can't think of the the next lyric because he's a little too old to remember. <laughs> so he's just like, "Hey, jingling, ring a ling, jingle ling. How we doing, Tropicana? You're looking good. Tip your bartenders like that. Just, just, just drivel. Just pure drivel. Yeah. No, I'm like, you can easily remove that hat and you could give this. This is an all year around card. You can give. You know, he could be at the barbecue he can have like a you know hot dog on a stick and it's like happy fourth of july it's not even saying happy fourth of july you could just say you know you're it sounds like you're getting money out of this card right uh, that is well I, you're gonna have to keep looking at the card later on to see what the inside treats awaited Ooh. like a pinata or a goose full of golden eggs that you cut open because you're selfish and this is a moral story <laughs> before we go to the, the next page did anyone notice that in the reflection of the glasses, number one, I think they're human eyes. You can vaguely see an outline, maybe. And also, there's a man standing in a doorway or coming out of a doorway in the reflection of the stage right. Oh, so my I hate God. it. I, didn't I hate notice it. this. Oh, That's this horrifying. sucks so bad. Oh, yuck. I see it. Oh, they. Oh, it's, no. It's, it's, it looks like an empty apartment. This is unsettling. This is the apartment from uh, the Alimony Falcon. So no one lives there now. Oh, no. Alimony Falcon part two. Jingling. <laughs> so when this cat takes his glasses off, it has like Steve Buscemi eyes or something like that. <laughs> I am seeing there might be human eyes behind there, but there is clearly like a camera person in a sad apartment. Not even as nice as Alimony Falcon. This is more like Alimony Falcon part two. <laughs> after the divorce <gasps> proceeded oh wow you can see the human like i'm like really looking into it you can't this is gross this this, this is I bad photoshop designate this a sport utility card because we've we've had a dalliance with this in, a, in in other episodes where we've talked about like you said keith stock images that you can sort of copy paste to others and therefore it kind of loses the meaning of the card because you can clearly tell where they can just pull something away so to your point you pull his hat away and this is just a birthday card or again like an arbor day card or something <laughs> but now this card deserves to be nowhere because of the reflection in the well, sunglasses. Well, Dan, let's not get hasty. We have so much more card to see. That's so a let's, nightmare. Let's oh, you're absolutely right. And when, whenever you uh, find gents are ready, you can get to the meat of the matter. Or right. honestly, it's going to go right to sinew. Ah, okay. They really tried to pull it back there, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> you write what you know. It looks like a, a dress book, like something that someone would write down, you know, back back in your purse. Like it's just a... Keith, I'm sorry. You're the guest. You could describe to us what you see. Describe <laughs> to the listener. It's in. Bobby loves you. Love your dress books, don't you? I do. If I'm looking at the right <laughs> section, it's an egg with the words "Merry Christmas" on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll praise the Christmas egg. But I, I, I guess this card is Christmas themed. Ah, it is it. Yeah. I, like, who made I? Look, I. I know you guys kind of talked about it and I always, as I was, you know, I'd be listening to this on drives. I always wondering like, is there a like Picasso of greeting cards? Like, oh, or an Aaron Sorkin or like, oh my God, you got a, you got an O'Rourke. Like that's, that, that person really cares about you. Like if there is that level of card, this is like garbage level <laughs> this is like <laughs> this is who gives like no but like the that the the cat is a bad photoshop of like mm. i don't know it's 
It's an industry. If, if there is a if if there is a Picasso of greeting cards, this is like the lowest level Garfield comic. This is his These ear. These are like the Garfield comics from the seventies when Garfield looked like an anatomically correct cat that was melting, and that is that is absolutely what. <laughs> and this John card had like. that weird the, friend who owned Odie that was only in like a couple. Uh, Lyman. Lyman. Yeah. yeah. Who, uh, <laughs> Thank you for that. Lyman. Yeah, who don't ask me. Don't ask me why I know that. <laughs> and Lyman just vanished. Yeah. Him and his bristly mustache. We're happy to Garfield your questions about lasagna, Mondays, whatever pops in your mind. Boo. Listeners, phone on in. Sorry. We've got an R buckle down here. Ooh, I see. Ah, uh, that two points. Sorry, I don't. I didn't mean to uh, uh, pause for alarm. Just add that in. Yeah, this inside sucks. Uh, it really <laughs> is just. It looks. It, there's something about it that just feels so disconnected because the outside of the card, the cover provides us with so much swag. This cat is ready to party. It's got its glasses. It's got its sideways little cap. It's clearly in an abandoned apartment that probably costs too much. It's got plenty of Canadian-style bullion. If we were in Montreal, we would be having the time of our GD lives. And then the inside, it gets, like, folksy. It feels like just a title card to a Christmas special made by puppets. Just a just an egg that says Merry Christmas. It feels like it feels like it could have been a title card to one of the earlier Charlie Brown specials. <laughs> Charlie Brown, all I got is this egg. <laughs> Charlie Brown's Christmas egg goose. The lost wise man. Merry Christmas. You know, on, on cards like this, like if you didn't give me the, the end or the um if you didn't show me what like what the cover of this card was, I would ha like it's like one of those you know, says like a phrase or Merry Christmas and you you write your own loving message on it. Like that's that's where the, the meat of this card goes. But I feel like the only thing that you can write on this card is, you know, the deal. <laughs> All right. Run the numbers. Do the drill. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. You know what's up. I bought this at a Dwayne Reed on <laughs> while hungover. I forgot it was your birthday. Happy birthday. Also, Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. It's a Merry I, I bought the wrong cat. I would love if you wrote a happy birthday this card. This could this could say I brought the I bought the wrong cat card. Let's speed this up. Merry Christmas, happy birthday. <laughs> not even bothering not bothering what it's even for. I mean, at least the red is Christmas appropriate. It's got that velvety red color. You know, that's that's a plus. I'm trying to look for the good guys. Come on, I'm doing my No, best. I think that's I think that's why it hit me as folksy and handmade in a way, because the red, the velvet inside, Bobby, to your point, is so very warm. And it's so very simple, like a certain art style from that era. But it's just funny the juxtaposition we get from, you know, <laughs> weird scatting in the beginning, uh, jingling, ringling, cha-chingling, with just the swag dripping off this uh, off this cat, followed by just a really warm inside that really doesn't go anywhere, just an egg with with words on it. So you could just tell this is this is from that relative where your exchanges involve money on holiday. That's about <laughs> yeah. where it ends. Dan, I got a question. Yeah. So you do you go to the same store to buy these cards? I try not to. I try to go to different ones. Whenever I pop into the many convenience stores slash pharmacies of the greater New York metropolitan area, I do try to 
journey into other ones for my pieces of trash because there's sort of a record here where Bobby actually finds very interesting ones and 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 ones with deep meaning and I just get real goop and I bring it in here. Oh, that's and, come, come now. That's an oversimplification. We both bring a lot to the table. You've brought some goop in the past. You've you've subscribed me to goop and I've just got so many bad smelling candles. But the I thought you'd be afraid and, of the and, cashier going like you buy a lot of greeting cards. Oh, we don't buy these things. No, of course not. <laughs> I'm not I'm not giving them my money. Nor should not with this one. Not with this one. Not with this one. No, this doesn't deserve my cash. It, it's funny though, I do go to the one nearby me a lot because it is a decently stocked greeting card area that always has just a weird curveball card like this one sometimes it's just stuff that's been sitting there a while and it just gets thrown out of left field and i'm like well i gotta use this one it's like yeah, you're, clearly you so i've got a lucky. small silver mine because my local apothecary it's perfectly fine but all its cards are like grandson you're as special as the day that you were and then that's it <laughs> we don't get we haven't done a granddad card yet though so we maybe have they're, to they're there I, be... I, i've been looking for a couple that might be good but i haven't found one that really grabs me so, so you're on good. your way out <laughs> <laughs> so you got into your safety school huh <laughs> the inside just says huh <laughs> anyways here's here's five dollars canadian and a silver cube is th- don't tell me like this one is like seven bucks right this can't be i don't think it is because and we'll go to the last page here so the last page is just and, and i'll just say it because it's ah, not worth talking that i much knew about. it you got it right, Keith. Right on the money. It's one of them money cards. Yeah. Put it right in and say, happy birthday, Christmas, nephew. See you in five years. Happy birthday, I, Christmas, nephew. Happy birthday. <laughs> Insert Hallmark, gift Christmas here. Nephew. <laughs> Here's the thing about the Christmas nephew movie series. It didn't hit the same way after Kieran Culkin stopped being the main character. But the first four Christmas nephews were really good. <laughs> yeah, I really liked him as Christmas. <laughs> I like it when be- his last name was nephew. <laughs> I like it when he became president. Oh, president Christmas nephew. Yeah, the fourth one, Christmas nephew attorney at large, was pretty good because he didn't. They didn't do at law. It was at large. <laughs> he was on the run. God bless president christmas nephew so much of our lives was dominated by law themed children's movies dan i'm realizing halloween lawyer christmas christmas nephew at large we grew up we grew up during a very particular time in american history it all makes sense that's the only christmas movie where they tried the person who ran over grandma the reindeer yeah they they it was the it was it was the first time they ever sent 12 reindeer to colorado supermax and it was it was rough but you know i gotta say mariska hargitay a class act the whole time so yeah uh to this point because i'll get to the very end here i yeah it's a it's 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 the money card so those i don't think run any higher than five dollars because that's a particular strain of greeting cards where they're very thin and so is their meaning and their thought and therefore putting the money in it's just designed right in it so i don't think they charge just as much they certainly don't charge as much as like the papyrus ones that are like nine to ten and your garden variety as we've mentioned here on the podcast usually range between five to eight dollars depending on its you know how gussy it is so i would say this one is probably in the lower range probably a five a five dollar boyo there is a place for this card like like i'm not like I, if I could give it like yeah. any, not this card particularly, but this kind of card, 
<laughs> not this one, but someone like you. Like, yeah, like there is a place this card or a card like it. It's like I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the youth are into now, but or like no, I, I or not youth in general. Like, <laughs> but like a kid from ten to maybe like in their teens. Yeah, cool kids. It's okay. Yeah, the coolest kids of all. It's okay to receive this card with like cash, check, Panera Bread gift card. It's okay because they like kid. You know. The teens don't value greeting cards as much as they should. They they don't, but what, they will like that. So like young kid, because look, we're all men in our thirties, so we know exactly what teens want right now, and those are, <laughs> and those are cats, fun aviator sunglasses, currency that you can use in the province of Alberta. These are the things. Random teens slogans. Like. <laughs> Sourdough bread bowls. People in the mirror getting closer and closer with every step. Hats that only fit on one side of your head or the other, but not at the same time. <laughs> Human eyes on cats. That's not upsetting. These are the things teens want. You go on TikTok, you're going to find them. So I feel like the imagery is secondary to the amount of money. Like if you get a good amount, which I won't say exactly the price because I don't want to age the episode for inflation. But if you get a certain <laughs> good amount of money, then this is fine. If you get a little amount of money, this is a card to remember very negatively, I, I would say. The the value of the card ranges by the actual value that you've put inside it. So to that end, Dan, are we at the point where we get to ask our, our good friend and guest Keith where he would rank his card? Now, again, Keith has, has bucked tradition and said he doesn't hang his cards on the fridge. Mm, so we're asking you to take a leap of faith here, Keith. If you had to keep this card for at least one second and possibly more, and you had to put it on the fridge at least for one second, where would it go and for how long would it stay there? I'll play your game. <laughs> or I I was going to <laughs> play your someone game. someone will. No, no, no. Knowing that I'd be a guest on this I, and, and I, if I had to put a card on a fridge. But to combine what both of you were saying, it's like I disagree about the value of this card. I think it's... The only thing valuable is what is in insert gift here, because that's beautiful. At What's least for me, inside? at least for me, <laughs> this goes like, like, you know, let's say you get this at the family, you get this at your aunt and uncle's house. You kind of forget the card. This is like, yes. it, it's, it's where that belongs. It goes on their fridge or in their trash. It like, you kind of take out the cash, take out the Panera bread gift card and you go, oh, that's amazing. And you kind of even oh yeah, I had a card with that. And then it's lost under the rug. <laughs> I don't I, I what I'm saying. It doesn't even make it to the fridge for me. These kind of cards it's, in general don't wouldn't even make it to the fridge. So you would say your final rating because of the sheer ambiguity of the card and because like you said, it, it goes about as far as that Panera gift card's going to go, which is at the mall where I'm getting myself a sourdough cheddar melt. You are saying that this card goes only one place and that's that's under the couch. Under the couch. Or, the, or did you say rug? Sorry. Uh, I you. And I, like you guys probably have opinions on this card. If you had it on your fridge and someone's over, well, how do you explain it? Well, well, we'll get to that in our ratings, but I just wanted to know. So you're not even going to you're not even going to allow Keith to explain it. You're going to keep this under the rug and just be like, no, this doesn't even deserve daylight. I, this just goes under, and I'll find it when I move. I this go. It's not even at my house if we're hosting if we're not hosting Christmas. Like it's just like oh, uh, like you're kind of it's whatever is insert gift here is in your wallet, and you're like oh. There's a card. I'm going to go off and watch Christmas Story. Like, that's, that is the, like, look, these people who made this card did not put much thought into it. 
why should you? I hear you. And you know what, Keith? I really like, as our guest, I love this new gambit. Now, Bobby, where are you putting the card on, on the fridge if you're putting it on the fridge? And if you're going to put it where someone's going to see it, here's the new gambit. How do you explain it? <laughs> explain this card. Explain this card. Uh, explain this card. I'll do my best. That I, hard to follow that act. But I think that I would put this on the mid to bottom of the fridge, dead center, because mm-hmm. I'll tell you for why. I think that when someone comes over and goes to grab something from my fridge and bends down and says, now, what is this card? I would say, now, I got this card from an uncle who knows me not well. But more importantly, if you look closely, I believe the man in the sunglasses is getting larger and closer every single day that it's on my fridge, and I want to do an experiment. So that's how I explain why it's staying on the fridge. It sounds like this would be a, oh, God, what's the name of that book? Oh, of course, I'm, uh, oh, it's like a Dorian Gray. But the difference is that there's an enemy in the Dorian Gray, and they're just getting closer and closer within the painting. That sounds like it was an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. It must be. I mean, there's so much media to be had for what if things got closer to you. It's a terrifying concept. And the only thing I ever watch is Bud Ugly Martians. And that's why I can never do any good references on this podcast. I like Beetleborgs. <laughs> Big Bad Beetleborgs. Metallics. <laughs> <laughs> and we've gotten our $20 from Metallics. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. How did those kids get those powers again? They just went into a haunted house and a Jay Leno genie said, hey, I need Power In Ranger knockoffs. Yeah. I need those Power Ranger knockoffs. Well, they, I think they, they yeah, they. it was a... Aladdin thing where they, yes, got the wish from the genie to become big bad Beetleborgs, but also they share the haunted mansion with a mummy, a Dracula knockoff, and a Frankenstein knockoff, if I remember correctly. And they have cute names and they they put four plot lines in one children's show, which you you gotta give them credit. That's that's hard work. God, that's, they were signed on I, for nine seasons and Metallics. And a movie. <laughs> Metallics. The, <laughs> So I am kind of in the same vein of how I, I, because you, Bobby, have a reason why you, what you want to explain Mm -hmm. to somebody and me being someone who loves to talk at the level that I do would absolutely put this front and center for a certain amount of time just because of what I can talk about. Now, I wouldn't be talking about the sunglasses, though. Mine would be about the Canadian currency behind it. And there's also something so absurd about all of this card between it being a a, a low-grade internet meme cat joke as well as a song that doesn't exist, jingling, ringling, as well as being loaded with fancy Canadian currency. Nothing is talking to each other on this card nothing (laughs) is communicating properly and that is very funny to me and whether or not it's funny to somebody else i am going to waste 20 minutes of their time explaining it so this goes on the freezer door i'm going to say center i'm going to say center freezer door it's going to be a front and center space and it's going to be there for two weeks and then to keith's point we're going to put it under the rug because I don't need this to be around for two. It does. The, the, the money cards don't have sentimental value. They don't go in my special red drawer that I have for cards. I'm sorry. They just, they don't cut the mustard, let's say. And so this would just get lost to time. And then I would move. And as I'm packing away, I would look at the card and I would notice that, Oh, I forgot about this card that had my money in it. Wait a minute. The man in the sunglasses, he's, he's closer than he was. I see his face. Something wrong there. <gasps> Ching-a-ling-a-ling, ching-bing-ding. <laughs> well, before before these carolers come to slit all our throats for what we've done to them, we want to first 
Thank Keith so much for being on this episode. Keith, thank you so much for joining us, man. Uh, I loved it. It was like a, it was like us meeting at Harrigan's, which is a bar. This is basically Harrigan's in podcast form. This this, this is, is such a joy. But I can't I can't get a Guinness. Yeah, this is such a joy. Thank you for having me. And we don't close at twelve. We close a little bit earlier. Well, thank you for being on. This was so much fun. And we want you, the listener, to keep having fun, you ding-dongs. Bobby, where can they have fun social media-wise? I would love to tell them. Keith, thank you so much. This was just like a warm drink on a cold night, so thank you for coming by. Friends and family and and ill-wishers, if you want to get in touch with us, at GreetingsPod on Instagram or at GreetingsCast on Twitter, we really have enjoyed seeing a couple cards come our way that people just want to show us. So uh, reach out. We'd love to hear. It's the holiday season. Talk to your fellow man, woman, child. Tell them you love them. Tell them that you don't really love them, but you want to get to know them better. You know, um, break some barriers. That's what I'm saying. Invite them all for Father's Day pancakes. They're not just for Father's Day anymore. Get on over there and have yourself a big uh, uh, corn stack of them, if you will. Go to a haunted house. Turn into a beetle board. Get some friends to do it with you. Life is too short to be an island. Metallics. <laughs> Metallics. <laughs> Metallics. Bye. 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 You know you've got the good stuff when the good stuff has got you. Dukakis 2024.